So I'm going through the CIA declassified files, UFO files, and I keep seeing a word that keeps popping up, the tabula movement, the tabula organization, tabula, tabula. And so I put it to the side just because I can't figure out what it is. And then I come across something called Operation Tabula. But immediately, I do make the connection. However, we have to be vigilant. I play devil's advocate and say, okay, maybe it's a coincidence. Now, I want you guys to think of when you're playing Monopoly with friends, right? You're playing with three other friends, so there's four of you in total. You realize halfway through the game of Monopoly that one of your friends has been cheating. He's been kind of pulling cash from the, the treasury or whatever it's called, the, the bank, the Monopoly bank. And so you then, you make it, you know, you announce, you make it public to your friends. You say, guys, look, you know, uh, Frank's, whatever his name is, Frank's been cheating. Let's just start over this and that, right? Okay. So you guys completely start over. Everyone starts fresh. So, so there's no cheating. That is exactly what Operation Tabula is. Now, we have a lot to get into, and I'm really excited for this, so just bear with me. Now, before I do that very quickly, I just want to say that we have a handful of hoodies left. I'm just trying to clear them out because of COVID. We can't really get any more for now from our supplier. So we have a couple larges, a couple mediums, a couple smalls, and I think one extra large. If anyone's interested, let me know. Now, moving forward, let's take a look at what Project Tabula or Operation Tabula, my apologies, is. And there's so much to connect here. It's ridiculous. Now, Operation Tabula is a sort of shadow government of both the United Nations and the Galactic Federation. And the reason for this is because they act as a sort of triangular synchronicidal group that kind of keeps everything in balance. Now, whether or not this is for good or bad is, is not for me to say, but we're going to look into that. Now, the first thing I want to touch upon is something that the mainstream media has never, ever reported and still refuses to report. There's a couple articles from, I think, CBS, NBC, and CNN, but that's it. Now, if we take a look here at newsintact.com, the headline reads, and I quote, more than 70 NASA scientists eliminated in the past few years, what did they know? End quote. Now, this is what's interesting because we have to look and understand the big picture of things, sort of like looking at the Monopoly board, right? Now, extraordinary claims require extraordinary uh, explanations. But you see, when we look at the Galactic Federation or the United Nations, if we will, we're going to see that there are certain EBE representatives that have very low level, and I say that with air quotes, low level positioning within the United Nations. Now, I don't think this is a coincidence by any stretch of the imagination. However, we have to take a look and just look at this article for a second and see what the, six, the context actually was. Now, and I quote, NASA agent Alberto Behar lost his life in a plane accident in 2015 in Los Angeles. What is interesting is that within the past few years, there were more than 70 NASA scientists that lost their lives. Bayar was a very prominent scientist who discovered water on the red planet. Moreover, he was quite a good pilot, which makes this accident even more intriguing. And for instance, Melissa Canuti, a doctor specialized in cancer, was found without life at her house. However, the most shocking case was that of Shane Truman in 2012, whose body was left alone in a morgue in Singapore. End quote. All of these NASA scientists are suddenly disappearing. Completely in the last handful of years. There was one instance, for example, I want to mention, where a NASA scientist was ruled by the FBI to have committed suicide in his own home. And how did he do it? They said seven shots to the head with a nail gun. Now, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who has any mental health problems. I know what it's like. So I do want to say I can relate to people who are contemplating suicide. I do want to say that. However, I say this very carefully, but I do have to say it. When you're suicidal... I don't think the first thing you think of in your mind is, yeah, let me reach for the nail gun. I mean, that, that's one of the worst things that you can probably choose to do. 
I mean, let's be honest with ourselves here, right? So anyways, that's just some of the NASA scientists that have ended up dead in very shady circumstances. And given their expertise, I mean, they were pretty good at what they did. So the way in which they died or quote unquote killed themselves doesn't exactly add up per se. But notice how it happens in very small remote counties in the US or in places like Singapore, all around the world where these deaths can be scattered and not really put together by the mainstream media through some type of investigative reporting. And even if that were to be the case, then they would just be told by their superiors or higher ups, listen, let the story go. We're not covering this, right? It's as simple as that. Anyways, let's move on. The next thing we need to jump to is what Sin 25 is, or Expedition 25. Now, according to Wikipedia, Expedition 25 was the 25th long-duration mission to the International Space Station ISS. It began with the Soyuz TMA-18 unlocking, or sorry, undocking on 25th September 2010, end quote. I'm not going to read and explain more to you guys because I'm putting the screen up, uh, the picture up on the screen right now. If you look at the NASA website and you check Wikipedia, according to them, Sin 25, or Expedition 25, was an, a mission, an undocking mission to head to the International Space Station in the year 2010. This is not true. SIN 25 was NASA's 25th mission to the moon before they officially landed on the moon with Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. Now, I'm not trying to discredit Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. I have great respect for the astronauts that do these things, just like I have great respect for the scientists within their respective fields publicly. But again, there are things hidden from them. Now, maybe it could be that the post-lunar landing conference with Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong was so shady and sketchy, and it was almost as if they were acting like they didn't, they wanted to say something, but they couldn't, maybe because it wasn't the first time they had been to the moon. Now, according to newsintel.com, and I quote, cities on the other side of the moon recorded on mission SIN-25, NASA's 25th secret assignment to the moon, end quote. Now, let's take a look at some of these pictures here in some of these videos. What we'll see here is that there are legitimate full-on cities on the moon, on the dark side of the moon, and there are bright red lights that connect them. And I'm putting the pictures up for you guys now. What we'll see is that a lot of these little cities are put inside of the craters of the moon so they are more and more hidden. Now, again, this is not the first time we've seen this type of evidence. Now, we could argue the other side of it and say, well, what if this is fake, Dave? Just because this is coming from a reputable website doesn't necessarily make the photographs and the videos legitimate, right? However, if this is the case, then how come the video gets uploaded over and over and over again, completely gets removed by YouTube with no type of enunciation? as to why it was removed and simply says that it violated the community guidelines if it's photoshopped what's it violating is that not the originator of the content creators material right and if that's his material even if it was photoshopped he's got a right to put it up so again i've looked into all of this i looked at all the angles and there's no specific explanation here now this this is what i want to get to next when we take a step back and we look at what occurs within Operation Tabula. Tabula translates to the word board in Latin. So going back to my Monopoly example, kind of like wiping the board clean when it's in everybody's interest to do so. So Operation Tabula is actually connected very strongly to meetings on the dark side of the moon with these cities that were fully established in Expedition 25 or the real Sin 25 as they call it. The reason why these meetings are held on the moon is because of the fact that they don't want any type of DEW weapons or any type of DEW surveillance weapons to have occurred within 
meetings on Earth. And that can be applied to whether that is in Antarctica or whether that is in the deep underground military bases. There is always the susceptibility for these types of things. So meetings occur on the moon all the time. Again, going back to a prime example, why does NASA always cut out the live feed every time uh, there seems to be some type of UFO or cigar-shaped UFO heading to the moon? Because the cigar-shaped UFOs are that of the original design of the Nordics that are working with the underground military base soldiers, human soldiers, that have provided this cigar-like tube as a transportation vessel for humans to, ha to head to the moon or wherever they like. Now, you might say, Dave, where do they take off from? Well, if you watched a recent episode a couple weeks back, you'll see that I mentioned something called TWAO that was accidentally found on Google Maps, taken a screenshot of, and then blocked out later. But TWAO stands for Tall White Area of Operations. Why would it be blocked out if there was nothing to hide? Now, this TWAO is in Indian Springs, Nevada, in the middle of nowhere, and it's, it, it was before labeled on Google Earth as of some type of, I think, bicycle or electrical shop or something like this why would there be a bicycle shop that looks very hidden in the middle of the indian springs in vegas nevada that does not make any sense to me or in sorry nevada that makes zero sense and twao stands for tall white area of operations so they use that base to then head on over to the moon in more than likely these cigar shaped tubes or vessels now the next thing i want to mention is that if we take a look here at the at a former nasa's death and this is according to CBS News. Princess Anne, and I quote, authorities say in Maryland, authorities say a NASA research scientist who worked at the Wallops Flight Facility has been found dead a day after her family reported her missing. Police said the body of 48-year-old Tiffany Moisane of Princess Anne was found Sunday in a wooded area behind a Food Lion store. Moisane's family reported her missing Saturday to Maryland State Police. End quote. Now, I apologize if I butchered her last name. I do want to mention, I'm not saying this woman in specific because I don't want to get sued or anything, but I've looked into a lot of the backgrounds of these NASA scientists who have ended up dead. A lot of them have actually had connections to the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. Now, before you stop this video and say, oh, look, he's just trying to make, thing, make connections where there are none, I want to make something very clear. Whether or not the CCP was a big issue in the current political climate externally right now or not, I would have brought this up regardless. Why do I bring this up? Because if we go back to Project LACE, low-level, augmentative, crossbreed experimentation, it is occurring within the Uyghur camps within China that are using and harvesting live Muslim human bodies to crossbreed genetic DNA ex experimentation. And it has been confirmed by the New York Times at the very least, depending how much you trust them, that they are harvesting organs and capturing Muslims and other non-Christians and things like this that are coming into the country. And again, the U.S. pretends like they don't know anything about it or they pretend like they do, but they want to keep things secret. But it is in their best interest, both China and the U.S.'s interest, to stay quiet about this now yes the u.s has to come out publicly and say well we denounce this da, da, da. but this is the whole point of my example at the beginning again of clearing the board starting with a clean slate and i don't mean to get political but it seems like based on my research joe biden is that clean slate now again it's up to you as to whether or not you think he's going to be a good president that's not even close to being the point of this episode but he acts as sort of the symbolism of what we would call the great reset you know wiping the board clean the whole thing right now, the next thing I want to talk about is something called Organism 46B or Nephilim 46B. Why do I say this? Because, and I'm going to connect back to this CBS uh, article in a second. When we look at what Organism 46B is or Nephilim 46B, it is 
allegedly located within under or sorry underneath antarctica within luke vostok or sorry lake vostok my apologies and i'm putting the picture up on the screen for you guys right now this is an alleged mutated and genetically altered nephilim in the form of what seems to be an octopus so from a very long distance point of view it doesn't look like anything if caught on any type of commercially publicized satellite imaging right however this has the ability to biologically destroy literal islands at a time glaciers islands you name it why would this be so important because the quicker things are destroyed in a natural sense the quicker the acceleration for this type of green new deal or some type of plan that helps the environment which i'm all for but again we have to look at both sides guys things can always be exploited 9-11 terrible as that was was exploited to get into iraq COVID 19 right now is being exploited by many different groups and governments all around the world so why wouldn't this be why wouldn't the environment the whole natural environment thing be disclosed either right and so i'm not saying the green new deal specifically that's an american bill but in general countries that are worrying about the environment that's a great thing but again there's the public front that is genuinely concerned then there's the shadow side that is exploiting all of this and so this organism 46b has allegedly been part of some type of underground working within the, the russian and united states antarctica base that is genetically modifying the last remaining nephilims and putting their dna into different animals and creatures so not only does their dna and, gen and genes live on after these original nephilims that are still alive end up dying and i'll be doing an episode on that down the road because a lot of navy seals has have attested to this as well have attested to seeing this but at the same time this helps push an agenda forward that creates a biological and geopolitical and even spiritual and frequential and vibrational reset in many ways now could this be that there's some type of massive reset occurring very possible very possible we have to then define the word reset right however the next thing i want to connect it back to is this woman with the cbs um the cbs article and so when we look at this what we're going to find is that when we take a step back and see that tiffany mosane actually was found dead in maryland within Princess Anne, we're going to find that one of the most significant deep underground military bases are locate, is located in Princess Anne, Maryland. I don't find that to be a coincidence by any stretch of the imagination. And Princess Anne in Maryland is considered to be one of the key deep underground military bases that is used for genetic modification of creatures that have come from other, I guess we could say, parts of the planet, if you will right and so the connection there as referred to in some of the cia documents as well is not something that i find to be coincidental but again let's play both sides of the of the coin here let's look at the other side how much of a possibility is this that this is not even connected remotely well i mean okay fine maybe one death but then there's an, another 73 deaths of this uh the same type of nasa member or these nasa employees which ironically also have connections to china and their underground mutation program which is part of project lace so you see how this all connects here now the final thing i want to mention has to do with apollo 10. now there's an alleged footage um excuse me an alleged clip of some type of sound or radio signal coming into the apollo 10 from the moon and i quote this is according to space.com the apollo 10 astronauts flew to the moon in a command module and two of the crew members also took a ride in the lunar module dropping down to less than 10 miles above the moon's surface the whistling sound it turned out was nothing more than interference between the vhf radios on the two different vehicles end quote i find that very very difficult to believe to this day it is very easy to come up with an excuse but fine let's go with that let's just say that's the case 
Is that really the situation we're looking at when you get that close to the surface of the moon? Specifically, knowing that the Apollo 10 was landing on the dark side of the moon. Not to say that the entire dark side of the moon that we can't see is covered with some type of um, massive metropolitan city. But it's known to have multiple bases there, where multiple alien races, including humans, are known that no matter how much they despise one another or get along with one another, the moon has been survived for about, I think, four or five billion years as a natural satellite to Earth, allegedly, unless you think that it's fake, which is a different story, that is known as a place of neutral ground no matter how much these species hate each other. But allegedly, in the last half a million years, bases have begun to be built there with, you know, Mach 2 trains, Mach 3 trains, things like this. Obviously, of course, with extraterrestrials first and then humans coming on later. But the whole point here is that NASA has been to the moon many more times than we think. And these meetings of these tabula shadow government groups are held with the galactic federation and with certain very selective united nations members on the moon so they know that there is no mental defect or effect when they are negotiating and speaking and talking of some type of massive clearing of the board if you will right so overall what we have to look at here is understand that this is about a power balance whether or not that power balance is good or bad is not for me to decide but i want you guys to take the connections made in this episode and really just take a full-on grasp of what you're seeing here and understand that this is something that must not be ignored so let's do a quick recap more than 70 nasa scientists 73 or 74 in total found dead scattered all the all around the world with very very either the, the place in which they passed away or the way in which they passed away was very very coincidental and ironic in many ways and also a little bit hypocritical with respects to how things are done in terms of committing some type of suicidal action so i think that's suspicious in and of itself the next thing is sin 25 nasa's real expedition 25 to the moon which was before the official public moon landing all right and then we have organism 45b or sorry organism 46b my apologies or nephilim 46b as they call it in Antarctica with the Russian and United States and American uh, soldiers and scientists breeding these things in order to create a biological issue and envi in an environmental standpoint. And then we also have many different things as well. Former NASA scientists, we have the Apollo 10 sound, and all of, all of this circles back. And what I'm noticing is this is a small form of disclosure through the CIA, through multiple American agencies that is trying to give us the hint for those of us that are willing to see the connections as they are. So let me know what you guys think. I was super excited to do this episode because there's just so much to connect and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.